presents the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Finally, The Rock has come back home. Scotty Villa brings you your new favorite pro wrestling podcast. There is nothing you could do that is more dangerous than wrestling CM Punk. He's got the latest in covering all of the major promotions in professional wrestling. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Breaking news and hot topics. He's covering everything from Monday night till Sunday night's main event. I'm the hottest thing in professional wrestling. I'm Dr. Rit Baker. D. And we never forget to go old school. I was rowdy before rowdy was cool. From the golden era. The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. To the attitude era. And if you're not done with that... To the revolution. It's about the 14 years it took me to go from undesirable to ungoddamn deniable. And everything in between. This is your pro wrestling podcast. This is in my house. Give me a hell yeah! Welcome everybody to the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Scotty Villa and Paralegal Mike are back, ready for what could be a megasode, because we've got a lot of pro wrestling coming up this weekend. Mike, how are you, pal? Tired, but ready to talk some professional wrestling. Dude, this weekend is jam-packed. Saturday afternoon uh, for us in Saskatchewan, it is on at 11 a.m. on the WWE Network. We've got WWE Night of Champions, and then Sunday night is AEW Double or Nothing. Uh, dude, let's get right into it. First of all, thanks everyone for listening. Let's go. Listening on Spotify. You find us on uh, our socials at In My House Pod. There you go. You know how to find us. Google us. If you don't, just message us. We'll find you. Night of Champions is this weekend, Saturday afternoon on the WWE Network. And just looking at this card on paper or on my cell phone, not a bad card. Mm-hmm. There's a couple matches that are just thrown on for because it's a pay-per-view, but there's some big big matches in my opinion i'm gonna go with obviously three because they're promoting it's a triple main event but i'm gonna i'm gonna go with four there's four matches that i think uh will be the must-see matches to see and one that could be added to that the fourth one that i'm adding that could steal the show uh you know let's start with that one mike let's start with the intercontinental championship gunther defending his title against mustafa ali which i think could steal the show this weekend at night of champions I mean, it might. I'm thinking it's going to be a goddamn bloodbath. <laughs> uh, there's no doubt. Uh, and in my I mean, mind. a whooping. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind that uh, that Gunther is going to lay in his chops and be the dominant machine that he is. But I think we're going to get the new generation version of um, David versus Goliath, where the smaller guy will get the surprise roll-ups, the surprise offense have uh, a much larger athlete like Gunther reeling for a little bit and get a lot of close finishes, close, a lot of close calls, but um, it, it's going to be a fun match to watch. I do think that this one could easily steal the show uh, just because both guys are so talented, so athletic, and I do believe that the crowd will be electric for this match for, for Mustafa Ali, and it's, it's going to be a fun watch. I don't think Mustafa's going to win, I think it's unfortunately. One oh, of no. Oh, oh, no. Put, the, put, the, <laughs> it's, put it's your gonna, bets in now. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be one of those situations that, like we saw at Backlash, where uh, Damian Priest and Zelina Vega were put into matches and into stories leading up for this specific show because it's their homeland, their home country, their home people. I believe this is the same thing with uh, Mustafa Ali. I don't think there's going to be any follow up on this that's going to be significant. Uh, after i hope i'm wrong most of all he's great to watch amazing competitor in the ring but uh i, this I one's, agree this one's all I, I agree i'm not 
I'm not taking the talent away from Mustafa Ali. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying you're going to get chopped down like a redwood. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be violent. We're it's going to be a, it, it's going to be violent. I I agree. But yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe there will be the roll ups, the the little guy, the the Cody versus Brock. Mm-hmm. But um, I really I'm booking this. I'm booking this. Gunther just fucking crushing right out the gate. Yeah, I can see this Matt, this one opening the show uh, and getting a, a hot yeah, it's a great start. opener. I think it's a great, great opener too. But uh, we're both we're both going good there on this one. <laughs> yeah, lock it. It's <laughs> <That's> a no brainer. <laughs> uh, this match I'm going to bring up next, Mike. Uh, on paper, storyline wise, it's it's fun. It's fine. I I'm I watch every segment that they do. I'm not, there's just something missing there. And I don't know what it is. Uh, it's Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. And this past week uh, for the contract signing for this match was very good and very entertaining. I, I feel like they let these two women just go on the mics for a couple minutes. And you, su- you, you a sucker for a table flip, aren't you? Dude, <laughs> I hate tables being broken. I love seeing them getting flipped. I love flips. You know that Mike. Love the flippy shit. <laughs> Stop going through them. <laughs> yeah, start flipping them. <laughs> but I, th- I thought the uh, start the... writing, start writing on them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Feedy>. Um <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed that segment. I, I've enjoyed the heel turn of Trish. I just don't think in ring it's going to be there. I, I don't know why. I'm not a huge fan of Becky Lynch's in ring work. I've, I've never been shy of that. Oh. And Trish Stratus has just been off so much and on so much and then off. And I just, I feel like we don't have the old Trish back. And that sucks to say because she's Hall of Famer and all that fun stuff. But I just, I, I, we're missing something there for that one. Uh, so this is what I'm not looking forward to. I'm hoping, like I said before, I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm hoping I'm blown away by this match. But yeah, I don't know. This one's just not landing for me, bud. I... I don't know what the game plan is for follow-up. Like that's my only issue with it. Like who who are we putting over here? Like what do we do with it after? Is this going to carry into the biggest party of the summer? I mean, that's a couple months away. There's still some big shows before that. Like uh, yeah, I I get it, but like it just you have Trish go over. Uh, that's the thing. Leaning, you have Trish go over. I'm I'm leaning that way too for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, I think that heel heat needs to be there, so it's going to be a, a dirty finish. Two, I thought they made a pretty big deal of Trish being drafted at the draft when you have literally an entire roster of people that are there full time. So it makes me think that that Trish is here for the long haul through into SummerSlam. So I, that's what makes me think Trish is going to take this one. Maybe Becky takes some time off. Maybe, I, I just don't know how you get there without people being bored of the same stuff every week on, on Monday Night Raw but uh, yeah you're right part of it is yeah we just don't know the follow up or we, we we can't book it so it makes sense and makes us want to watch yeah and I think like you said with the draft I'm like I'm, I'm leaning Trish on this Becky's had a hell of a run the last few years like I don't I don't see the need to do that especially when you're bringing someone like Trish back in don't don't turn her into edge <laughs> don't yeah. put her in a judgment day <laughs> Fucking losers. <laughs> but yeah, no, we, I'm saying Trish on this one. We, I'm just, we might have to bite our tongue on that. They're starting to get some wins. They're all dirty wins and, and heel wins, but. Fuck it. it. Oh, fucking finally. <laughs> yeah, they really are. I think Finn beat Shinsuke on Raw this past week. But anyway. Um, well, I mean, Shinsuke came back. He's not beating anybody. <laughs> it's, not, it's not beating anybody. It hurts so bad. Come on. Just give Shinsuke I know. a chance. I know. Um, yeah, I, I'm leaning towards Trish on this one too. I just, I, if if Becky wins and it's clean, I don't see why I would need to want to watch this program anymore between those two. So oh, unless, unless why unless, are you tuning in Monday? Yeah, right. Like I, I I feel like it needs to be Trish. So you're just like, well, got to tune in Monday, or maybe some shenanigans during the match. Maybe Lita costs her the win. That see, that's the only thing that I'm like hoping happens. I'm hoping Lita costs. Uh, uh, Becky the win and Lita turns heel too because outside of her being aligned with Edge I don't think she's been a heel in her WWE career and we all know the pop that Lita got last year at, at the Saudi Arabia show so it would make sense so that could be cool 
that could be cool. But then who comes back to be Becky's partner? I guess that's the fun of it, right? Yeah, exactly. But I, yeah, I think we're we're both picking Trish on this one. I'm going with a really dirty finish. Trish Stratus. Yes. All yeah. I, I know is they, they better lay their shit in. Throughout this program, they've been super soft RVD flipper punches, and I don't need to see that. Lay your shit in. <laughs> He's a legend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, let's go with the... This this is where I just get so fucking mad at WWE. Uh, from Monday Night Raw, the SmackDown Women's Champion Rhea Ripley defending her title against Natalia. It's I think it'll be a a, a competitive match, but Rhea's going over that. There's no rhyme or reason why they would have her lose to Natalia right now. Obviously, they could do the whole I agree shock factor thing, but you haven't invested in Natalia in years on your program, so. I have no reason to believe that this will be any more than just a one-off. She she's getting the spot in United Champions. They're on a fucking major pay-per-view. You don't have to win. Wins and losses mean nothing in pro wrestling. You're there, and no, you don't take it off Rhea. There's there's no need to take it off of Rhea. Rhea's hot right now. The only thing I want from Rhea right now is a legitimate storyline. Unless the storyline is her just going through the roster and beating everybody until she gets to someone that they want to put into an actual storyline. Right there, you go. Yeah, it's obviously going to be a one and done. I don't think Natalia is, no offense to her, top tier talent in today's day and age. Mm-hmm. She had a window, and sure, WWE could like, oh, we'll give you your flowers just for the sake of doing it. But why? You haven't done it before. I don't know why you would choose now. If they were going to do it, Mike, and I don't think they will, but if they were, I, I need to see on television a, a product that, that this person is building up to that. You know, I like to see a wrestler have a few wins, uh, get a big win over somebody that matters, whether it be like a number one contender comp- competition or or something like that. But to just come out and get in Rhea Ripley's face and then say, I want to fight you for the title. And then they say, OK, sure. You, you're not really doing anything for me, even if they were to shock the world and flip the title. Rhea's winning it back either the next night on Raw or at the next pay-per-view kind of thing. Yeah, it, it which, which hurts the title reign you're having. So, it, no, it does. By the way, I think that's going to be a topic one of these days is these it's uh, these long title reigns. Good, bad, you know, uh, we'll get into that in another show, but just yeah. put a pin in that. Don't forget that because I think that's a great topic. But uh, yeah, I think there's this is a no brainer. Rhea Ripley's winning. Uh, I think it'll be the best of the three women's matches. I have no doubt in that one at all. And um, we'll see where it goes. I, again, like I'm just waiting for something to sink my teeth in with a Rhea Ripley storyline. And this, uh, unfortunately, at the moment, isn't it? No, I and I agree, but uh, yeah, I think it'll be a physical match. I think it's a probably one of the better matchups for Rhea. Yeah, absolutely. Out, outside of Charlotte, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm pumped to watch it. I'm always pumped to watch Rhea. It's my girl. So, <laughs> yeah. but absolutely. yeah, we're we're both in the same camp. Like it's it's got to be Rhea. Yeah. Uh, jumping over to SmackDown now with the Raw Women's Championship on the line. <sighs> I fucking hate it so much. I uh, I know. <laughs> Bianca Belair defending her Raw championship against Asuka. I think this is one where the title needs to switch hands. I think if we're going to invest in Be- Bianca Belair again, we need to see her vulnerable. And I think Asuka needs to start winning. Scott, happy you said it. Um, <laughs> it's weird because now that I think about women's matches, these two now have done it. Your chemistry should be better. Yes. So I'm really hoping they show it, but yes, I agree with you. You gotta put the strap on Oscar. Yeah, and let like go, like let her go, let her be, uh, just the the best version of Oscar that the WWE seen. Let her be the NXT version where she's just a maniac. I'd love to see it. So you're killing everyone as you should. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Rightfully yeah. so. But um, I do think this is this is the one where you you have a title switch mm-hmm. like there's there's other matches on the card maybe but this this should be the one give oscar her moment i would do it here be our bianca Belair can fight back to SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. do it there but oscar should be holding that title uh all right here's the question we we think they should do this will they do it what is your pick for this match uh i'm picking oscar what what I think they'll do and what I want to happen, it's my pick. Yeah. So obviously I'm picking Oscar. I'm not picking over the fact this is what the Fed will do. Mm-hmm. 
I'm, but I mean, I I spite moved picking Roman Reigns at Mania. In my heart, at that time, I knew, I knew it should have been Cody. But it's the story that was kind of told. Yeah. <laughs> but I think here it just makes sense for Oscar to to get that title. I think so too. The last few weeks, we've seen Oscar spray the mist in Bianca Belair's face. Uh, sometimes she sells it like a million bucks. Sometimes she doesn't sell it at all. Uh, I think we need Oscar to do the mist and win the title. Like if we're going to keep doing this mist, let's, let's have it mean something. Let's have it mean I can beat you. I can take you down with this mist and beat you at any point in the match. Let's let, let's stop making Japanese people spit mist. <laughs> <laughs> I have no I problem with it. <laughs> I have no problem with it. If it, if it means something, if it does something, if it helps you win, if it if you're a heel and you're doing it and it helps you win, perfect, cool. But I don't want to see it in, in a match and then it be a, a false finish. I don't need that. Yeah. Maybe at the end of the story where finally somebody overcomes it, but not now. So uh I I'm gonna I'm going with you, Mike. I'm gonna go Asuka, the new raw women's champion to represent SmackDown. Boom. Yeah. Mike, we're getting into the the three main events here. And here we go. This is one I'm completely torn on. Don't know what they're going to do. Don't have a clue. And I love it. Everything in my head says one thing. Everything in my heart says another thing. It's the undisputed tag team championship on the line with the Us or sorry, not, not the Usos. Not the, Usos. not the Usos. It's Solo and your undisputed universal heavyweight champion, Roman Reigns, challenging for those titles against the champions, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. First question, does this main event? No, I'm gonna say no. Okay, this don't, is don't, not don't, going don't, to. Not, this is not going to be the main event. Don't I won't give, give you your answer, answer. but but I will. We'll get to it. But yeah. no, I do not think this will be the main event. Do you think it opens? I, I this would probably be the match to open. As much as I like Mustafa Ali and Gunther, mm-hmm. I think this would be a better way to get the crowd into it. Because okay. in that midway point, you can give them Mustafa Ali. Okay, perfect. And that like and that. that helps bring your crowd back into it. Granted, the the Saudi crowds are usually pretty into it. Yeah, from they the shows I've watched. So, mm-hmm. I, I I think this should probably open. I like it. Interesting. I I'm split on this. My head says give the titles to Roman. Oh, it just, it I, just... I, I'd love nothing more because people would be fucking pissed. And I love when people are mad. <laughs> I, that's the thing. I don't want them to do it for a troll job. I just, it, I, I don't like that world kind of thing, right? It would be funny, but it makes sense. You know, the bloodline lost the tag team titles, but then they get the tag team titles back, but it's not the Usos. I think that you could take a storyline a million ways in that direction. I, I guess what storyline purposes are both good. You know why? Because the Usos fucking stop Roman and fucking Solo from getting the straps. That's what I. That, they that's what... they they break up the fucking bloodline. That's what they should do. That's what my heart is set. That's where I'm mm-hmm. leaning. I think I think Sammy and KO retain. They're too hot. People I love agree. them. And Roman needs to start coming down. Just a little, because if we're doing what I think we're doing. He's got to meet Cody at SummerSlam. I'm, I'm, I go a different angle about SummerSlam. I don't think he meets Cody until Mania. Oh, well, I thought that too, but I think now they're just like, for fuck's sakes. Cause really, man, you're going to run Cody out of steam, I think, with that audience. Cause Roman is just, it, it's untouchable, man. Okay. He I, goes in and says, acknowledge me. It, it's getting, it, we're getting past the point. We're not thinking about the match at hand. I think what's more important is the bloodline story. Yeah, They're doing such a good job on TV with that. I think the Usos cost Roman and Solo the match. I think they cost Roman and Solo the match, but not intentionally. I think they accidentally super kick Solo or super kick Roman. Or now nah, we're past to- that. We, we can't keep doing this dance. I think you we gotta pull the trigger a little bit more. Um, I think you pull the trigger at, at Money in the Bank in the UK. I, I think. <laughs> well, why? Have- I think reaction. you just go Usos versus Roman and Solo at Money in the Bank. Interesting. Yeah, I never really thought about 
what they're those, those guys wrestling <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> yeah. what this whole split will do no. pal <laughs> no i just never thought of like the follow-up or what the matches would be i thought the breakup would come much like when sammy turned his back at rumble i thought the breakup would come there i think the uk crowd would respond bigger than anything especially if it's jay doing it i think the reason i brought up SummerSlam and roman's match is because they're there i think there's a very good chance it could be jay versus roman at SummerSlam. They're not splitting the Usos. No, but I think they're, they're Jay, just not. Jay has been like the the leader since become since becoming into the bloodline, the formation of the bloodline. It has been Roman beating down Jay enough to be like, all right, I acknowledge you, and now you're my guy. And then Jimmy came back from uh, his uh, drinking and driving, and then solo came. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're get we're getting off topic. Here. I I I agree. Um, I. I, I think the Usos cost them unintentionally. And then you have to follow up with Roman losing his marbles uh, on SmackDown the following week kind of thing or yep. whatever he decides. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so I, I am going with my I heart think, on this I one. I think Friday night, is this a taped SmackDown? This one, yeah. This week is, yeah, it's taped. I believe they taped it after SmackDown last week. Oh, then how has that not been spoiled? Um, well, I don't, oh, I, I'll, I'll look on the internet. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I won't, I won't ruin it here, but, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I don't know. But it's funny how it. the interaction, the interaction, the interaction between Usos and Roman mm-hmm. in that, in that SmackDown show would probably help our pick a little bit more, but I do still lean towards the Usos are costing Roman and solo the belts. And you're, you're going with costing them intentionally, correct? Intentionally. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Interesting. I, uh, I, I yeah, I just, uh, I don't think that way but that's awesome i love it i love that we're a little bit different on this one which is fantastic so mike i'm going to go into brock and cody next oh his arm's broken (laughs) (laughs) fuck sakes i'm gonna go into brock and cody next again same question should this main event no okay i i i agree i do agree i don't think it should main event should it open no. Will it open? No. I'm going to go yes. Only based on the fact that many times Brock opens a show, gets his shit in, and gets the fuck out and goes home. You said that last time, and then he kept working. That That is true. Every <laughs> time I say anything about Brock, it is 100% wrong on the Miles Pro Wrestling Podcast. Um, no, I, I don't. I think this could go third to last yeah i i agree like that that middle of the card let's pick everything back up let's do something crazy i i think it'll be get the cody whoa Mm -hmm. like yeah it'll yeah but i i don't see no it's not for a fucking belt i I agree it's night it's night of fucking champions (laughs) i don't know those guys are champions i i'm with you no absolutely not i'm i'm with you i think uh I'll be honest. Let, I'll be honest. When I'm playing WWE 2K23 in in my universe mode, I always have a match in the middle to like pick everything back up. This is like the middle of the card. Here we go. We need a big one to set up the last half of the card. That's how I. Yeah, book. It's called booking. Yeah, called booking. Exactly. Yeah. Listen up, Vince. And <laughs> Mike, I am so worried about this match with Why what they did to about? Cody this past week with the alleged broken arm. His arm's broken. <laughs> and we haven't seen any reports or anything that it's a legitimate injury and they're doing an injury angle to get out it's of cause it. It's because it's not. I, oh, I know. I, I'm, I'm or, or sorry. Hold on. Maybe it's like that peck of his. It could be. Maybe maybe it was a work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so worried that they're going to somehow try to book Cody Rhodes to beat Brock Lesnar with one arm. And I fucking hate that. Oh, no. Brock's going to beat Cody here. I, I, I want Brock to beat Cody here. Has... Outside Brock, of Mania, Brock, uh, uh, Cody hasn't lost ahead. since he's come back outside of this past Mania, I believe. No, he's too busy just beating Seth Rollins and fucking off. Well, well that'll that'll come back. Listen, listen to uh, the Emiles Pro Wrestling Podcast on like September 16th. It'll be a great episode. Yeah, but <laughs> but either way, um, with the injury, perfect time for Brock to beat Cody. Work the arm the whole fucking match. Really lay it in. Cody did his best to fight out of it. No, the beast overcome. See you again. Let's do the rubber match where Cody comes over. And I say you wait on that one until SummerSlam. 
You're right. You know what? Now we're waiting until Mania for him to get the title. Because yeah. now that I just hear that, I don't think Brock's doing money in the bank. No, I don't see the need for Brock and Money in the Bank. The Money in the Bank sells itself, much like a Rumble. You got the gimmick. You've got uh, Money in the Bank matches that should have a good mix of uh, established veterans and a couple young guns wild cards that, holy crap, did they win? Um, so I, I don't think we need Brock for Money in the Bank. We've got two Money in the Bank matches, uh, the Bloodline storyline, and Cody Rhodes. So I don't think you need Brock in this for this one. No, I. but I, I still think Brock goes over. Like I think you have to put him over. I think every time Brock's lost anything post beating the streak mm-hmm. diminishes Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is an attraction to come out and beat the fuck out of your favorite. It actually, you know what, propelled Roman to be in the beast he is, and that's what you use that guy for. Yeah, I was I was just about to and, say when, and, when Brock lost at SummerSlam in the tractor match is what I'm going to call it. I yeah. don't think Brock lost anything, but it was like the perfect ending for that however long three, four year feud with those guys. Uh, but but you're you're right. Any other loss is kind of like, oh, fuck. Like, I know Brock doesn't really lose anything, but I don't want to see him losing that much. And uh, the I, one with Cody going over on him on Backlash uh, was fine, but I, I, I get a little bit of that spoon feed of the force feed, which is my biggest fear with Cody Rhodes being in WWE right now. And I don't want that. I have a feeling. Since like, he fucking got there. Uh, I'm going to predict Brock wins by uh, Kimura lock but Cody passes out and doesn't tap out yeah it's a good way to make it look tough I think so good call yeah I'm I'm not mad at that finish either either way I don't care how he wins Brock's Uh got to go over is is this stipulation match uh, no, it's a normal wrestling match, but all everything Brock has said is like, I want to fight, you know? So I, I wouldn't surprise me if the day of they said, it's just, you know, no holds barred, which there's not a lot of bar- holds that are barred. So that's a dumb name now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they switched things up, made it like falls count anywhere, no DQ kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, Brock with the submission, but no tap out by Cody is my pick. It's a fine pick, but I, I think we both agree that Brock Brock's got to win here. Sorry, guys. Like, if you're all you Cody Rhodes marks, mm-hmm. I get it. Like, we know we're going to see him hold the title. I think that's what hurts this. Yeah. I think that's why it's good all of you had to fucking drink your tears after <laughs> WrestleMania to realize you're like, oh, we just don't <laughs> hand it to people. They did that with Roman. Roman had to repackage, build the fuck up, man. They yeah. shoved him down our throats and it just didn't work. We were there at 32, WrestleMania 32. I- we were there. And you heard, maybe not on TV, but the crowd reaction was not positive. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just saying, too, for Cody, like, got to go through the ringer, pal. Make this mean something when you get back to Roman. Fight talent that Roman had to fight. Yeah, that's such a good call. Then get back to the head of the table. Like, Mm -hmm. I just, I'm I'm with you. I I think that finish is good, the Kamora lock. I like it. But either way, like, Brock can win clean. We're going to three. Like, that's... That's all that matters to me. The one thing I wish they didn't do was say he had a broken arm because I don't like when wrestling's like, he's got a broken bone, and then two weeks later they're wrestling and they're perfectly fine and it's all forgotten. He fought through the pain, man. <laughs> right? And especially with Money in the Bank coming up in like a month at most. It's not super far off. Um, it's, to me, it's just like, man, you can't, unless you're going to have him wrestling like Cowboy Bob Arton with a cast for the next six months. I just don't like when they go, it's a broken, broken bone. Uh, shit, now you shouldn't have said that to me because maybe he comes out in the cast, takes the, <laughs> takes the fucking W with the cast. And then takes the cast off. He's like, it's fine. It was healed by America. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're both going to Brock on that one. Yeah. Uh, and we can, we're going to get into Money in the Bank stuff much later on in other episodes. But uh, we're going into Mike to crown uh, the first ever WWE heavyweight champion. Yeah, you're going to the main event of the night. I agree. Yeah, uh, to, well, how the fuck couldn't you? Seth Rollins is involved. <laughs> and to put credibility on the real. championship. But the reason I brought it up is because, one, Brock and Cody are legitimate main eventers. Two, the tag team match involves the biggest star in the company, which is Roman Reigns, which just adds to that confusion of, are they main eventing? It's Roman. It should be. But... I agree. This match needs to main event. One, I think it'll be the a, a great, the best wrestling match on the card. 
too. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. They finally, <laughs> they finally match up two guys where I'm like, perfect. Right? <laughs> I, I, get a, I get a real fucking wrestling match on this card. Not to take away anyone else, but like, this is the two kind of athletes I want to see go against each other. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you need to put as much credibility on this new championship as humanly possible because it is perception wise the second rate championship because nobody could beat Roman. Uh, so you have to do everything you can to make this championship mean something or get some steam going. And Agreed. hopefully they build off of that. So I, I think if it main events, it's the right call. Uh, I'm with you on that. If it opens it the is, show, it is the call. It's the fucking, this is the call. It's going to be uh, plus the entrance of Seth Rollins is a main event entrance at, at this stage in the game. It's not even close to anything else. It is. That's that's why they're doing it too. Mm-hmm. It just the Seth pop in the song worth it alone. Yeah, it really is. The only bummer of this match, and it's not like a, an actual bummer, but it it kind of a, almost paints the picture already, is because you've got Raw, Seth Rollins, but then you have SmackDown's AJ Styles fighting for a Raw championship. And even though they, they've proven they don't give a fuck about what championships are on what shows or what brands, this one's mo- coming to Raw because the argument is is that all, Roman's got all the titles and he's on SmackDown and not coming to Raw and barely coming to SmackDown. So this is going to be a fighting championship. So that's the only like minor bummer is that it feels like a foregone conclusion that Seth Rollins is winning this championship and will be the champion on Raw, which is great. And that's really what people want. But you're not adding a whole lot of like drama outside of like let's just hope we have a, a great match, which we I'm sure we're gonna get. Yes, with you. Uh, I'm going Seth. I'm going with. Um, I'm gonna go match of the night as well. I think these two guys will bring it. <laughs> smart, smart pick, man. Um, I'm also going Seth. The guy just deserves it. I'd love to see AJ have another run. I'm, I don't think I'm in the minority on that one. It's just not right now, and you're on the wrong show, brother. I'm hoping we get AJ. I I wouldn't mind seeing a, a more heelistic version of AJ with the club with him just to add some more suspense and drama. I think that'd be fun, but I don't think we're going that way. I think they're having AJ in the club being good guys, maybe a hint of a tweener doing some shady shit. But um, yeah, Seth Rollins going to be your new world heavyweight champion. Well, love to hear it. Oh, wow. Breaking news, Scotty. Say it. Say it. AW Collision will be held at the United Center in Chicago on Saturday, June 17th. Go fucking figure. Welcome back, Phil. Welcome back. Also, in other breaking news, Aussie Open are all elite. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, interesting. I mean, the one guy's one one half of those guys is hurting out for a while. And they just had all their they were the IWGP tag team and New Japan Pro Wrestling strong tag team champions and they just had the, both those titles stripped uh interesting from uh tony khan himself good old they're all elites good for them great great to hear uh um, do you smell that in the air it's only a matter of time will osprey mm. will be all elite i i think it's coming dude i really really do Holy shit. Yeah, that's at, at all in. That's what will happen. Anyway, speaking wow. of AEW. There, there's your live reaction there, folks, as we're recording this. But yes, yeah, speaking of AEW, Mike, big show this weekend, pal. Sunday night. A lot for them to, to get done. A lot going on here. They've got double or nothing this Sunday night, live on pay-per-view. And then we go into Forbidden Door next month. And then after that, it's all in. And then a week after that, it's all out. A lot happening in the world of all elite wrestling. And if they just get their ducks in a row, which it feels like they might be, we are in for a hell of a summer for AEW. Oh, AEW cruising to be the best wrestling promotion of the summer. <laughs> get it, shit, getting shit done. They really are. The inclusion of Collision starting up uh, in early June there. Man, as a Canadian, I'm still waiting for details if we're going to get it live in Canada on TSN. Fingers crossed there. But, uh, Mike, let's get into AEW Double or Nothing, the big pay-per-view this week. One of their big four, as they like to say. It looks like a great card, dude. Uh, First of all, we're starting off with the uh, International Championship, the Blackjack Battle Royal. Orange Cassidy defending his championship in that Battle Royal against 20 other men. Yeah, 
21 guys. Great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I don't know how to feel about it. Shibata's I, I, if, in this match, right? I believe so. I believe well, he's, that's he's all right. to be. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Absolutely. I, I think Orange is going to retain. I, I agree, because you I, need him at all in. You, you need him holding the title at all in. And then you need to drop that title at all in. To... Uh, yeah, good. Fucking him. He can go against Will Ospreay again. I know that's not the match, but <laughs> you're just gonna put Will Ospreay in every fucking match at all in. Fuck, <laughs> man. Why wouldn't you? I agree. I agree. Um, no, that's not gonna be the match. But I agree. I think. I think he's got to lose at all in. Me too. Hold the title here. Uh, he's had a hell of a run. He was my wrestler of the month for the month of April. Which, by the way, next week. We're doing our wrestler hey. of the month and feud of the month for the month of May. So stay tuned for that here on the Miles Pro Wrestling Podcast live on Spotify. But uh, yeah, I can't see him losing here. I think there'll be some fun finishes when we get down to like the final four, the final two. Curious to see who's in that final two. We always get some sort of surprise when it comes to AEW Battle Royals. Uh, this isn't the same casino battle royale that we've seen in the past as far as I know. It's just going to be a standard battle royal. I hope I'm wrong. I hope it's more casino battle royal. I like when they come out in increments of like three or five. But um, yeah, I, I don't see, I don't see Orange losing this at all. No, it, I, I just don't think now's the time, and not in this kind of match. Sorry. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> right. And unless it's he's like, like this guy's so good, he beat twenty other guys. Just add on to it. <laughs> exactly. Well, what powerhouse powerhouse Hobbs is probably going to be in it. I'm not putting him over. Uh, not anymore. Not after he lost the TNT title, he's been relegated to YouTube, I think, at this point, and they don't even have YouTube shows. It, it's the dumbest. I don't know. <laughs> can't wait for a look. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> relegated to Rampage. But no, I'm, I'm with you. I We can break down who is going to be in it, but yeah, it's going to be Mayhem, obviously. A lot of big spots. But like? um, Orange taking the victory and a Dan Helsing curse, guaranteed. He's hurt, um, but you'll get a Dan Helsing curse. Mike, I'm going to predict the final two. It's going to be Orange Cassidy and Miro. Oh, that's good. Especially because they're promoting Miro yeah, pretty big I like for that. Collision. And I think you could somewhat headline a Collision show with Miro being back that the fans really, really want with the Redeemer character and then beating Orange Cassidy. I, I just booked Collision too. So just so you know. I just Great job, man. Thank you. Let's get into the TNT Championship. We have the champion Wardlow defending against Christian Cage with Luchasaurus Kane in his corner. It's a ladder match, which is great, is fun. I just, there's some, I don't know, I... Wardlow's so cooled off right now, dude, for me. And I, I really love the first inclination of, of Wardlow, but man, I don't know what it is. I just feel like everything he... You don't want to watch Wardlow in a ladder match? Yeah, I don't want to watch that either. <laughs> They've nerfed him so much, and I can't pinpoint it. They've added Arn Anderson to his uh, repertoire as well, which I like. But yeah, sometimes I thought Block I... Anderson would help, right? You know, I I felt I feel like Arn overshadows Wardlow way too much when they talk, and I just I don't know what I need to see again of Wardlow to make me get on board. We had we had Wardlow being the next ass kicker in AEW and much like they do with a lot of guys that aren't in the top top tier you you, you get pushed and then you get cooled so uh, I'm going with Wardlow retaining and then getting into a program with Luchasaurus afterwards that's exactly what's going to happen <laughs> exactly what's going to happen why you got to fight a big man you need a big body mm -hmm. sucks for Christian but <laughs> sorry bud <laughs> I, I am I am excited to see Christian fight Wardlow just for the veteran young guy and knowing how much uh Christian puts into matches just from all the stories we've heard over the years and um paying attention to like his psychology of the match. I know I shouldn't be looking into the matches that much, uh, but I'm going to with this one because I, I like Christian and I like the way he sets up matches and he's a ladder match guy. So wouldn't surprise me though if they had Luchasaurus lift Christian up on his shoulders and climb the ladder and, and get the title. But I don't think we're gonna go with that heel heat yet on this card uh i'll save that for a little bit later but we're both going wardlow on this one absolutely nice uh flip it over to the tbs championship you've got jade cargill defending her tbs championship and her streak against taya valkyrie who we saw debut at aew in winnipeg this past year 
They've been building up this storyline pretty much solely on Rampage, so I haven't seen a ton of it, which is annoying because I'm 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 trying to invest in the Ty Valkyrie character, and they're they've been much like the Hardy Boys. They've just been keeping them on Rampage, and for us Canadians, I have to go to the TSN app, which I have no problem doing. Here's the problem, Mike. It's not always uploaded for the next morning. Sometimes it's later in the day. Sometimes it's Sunday. There's no, it's just, it, it's like a, a rogue system over there. So I, I I can't, you know, I just can't do it. I'm not going to sit here and check my phone every couple hours to see is, is Rampage up yet? Just not doing it. I mean, you I, probably will though. <laughs> I, I have, but then I just get, you know, I'll, I'll just read about it on the internet because I've already seen half of the clips because Rampage is a Friday night or a Saturday night deal, depending on the schedule. And I've already seen the clip, so I don't need to go back and watch. Even if there's matches or, or interviews that I really want to see, I'll find them elsewhere, which sucks. But um, this, yeah, the storyline has been basically kept on Rampage, which I is fine. I've been following along on social media for it. Uh, it it's a heart and head thing. Again, head says absolutely Jade Cargo wins and continues on with her streak. I'd like to see the streak end now. I think they'll get her to 100. But I think Ty of Alkri could be a, a nice wrench in that plan. And I think I just I think Ty Valkyrie is gonna win it. The so Jade Cargo can fight some real fucking competitors. See, I think it's time to pull that trigger too. Get her off the TBS championship and get her pushing towards the women's championship and fighting yep. wrestlers that um have already built up that division. So I, I'm hundred percent with you. Uh I could just see them not pulling the trigger yet. I, and that's just I think they'll look at it the same way they look at Roman. Well, we're at, at this date for for the title reign. Let's get to this date and we'll see what happens. And that's where I get a little, come on, just, just book a good story. Don't worry about stats. Stats are cool, but they're not the BL end all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it's going to happen. Ty Valkyrie. Like, it's it's time. Okay, you had a good so. run. You're so green, man. Like, you don't, you're not Oscar. You don't mm-hmm. need to be undefeated. You can still have been to star. You got a great look, but I, I, I think the uh, tear or tie. I don't know. Either way, the Valkyrie's going over. Uh, I'm going to go with Jade. I, I just think they're not going to take it off of her. When I, I do think they should. Uh, I, if they did, I would love to see them send Jade to Japan and do some New Japan matches and really get into some great workers. But that's that's just me, uh, fantasy booking. But uh, let's get into the unsanctioned match for Double or Nothing. As we're recording this, the contract signing for the unsanctioned match is happening between Adam Cole and Chris Jericho and I'm I'm excited about this I like the fact that they took the rules out I think for a Chris Jericho banger of a match versus a guy that's Adam Cole's size and speed and just uh, a lot younger nothing against Jericho being you know 51 years old but Adam Cole can go he can work and to match speeds and styles right now, I think an unsanctioned match works perfectly for Chris Jericho. Yeah. Things that want to happen. I, I know it's an unpopular opinion. Kyle O'Reilly comes back, joins a, the JAS. Ooh. I like and that. And then I get to see Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, which is a match I do want to fucking see. Yeah. Dude, you're not wrong. And Adam Cole has been talking up Kyle O'Reilly quite a bit in the last couple months on Twitter. Just throwing out love to his buddy, uh, obviously, he's been out with some injuries that have been lingering and healing up. But that's a great, great call, my dude. I like that a lot. I think we're going to have a lot of shenanigans with JS. Um, oh, for sure you are. I, I, yeah, I don't know who else would come over for Adam Cole right now outside of Britt Baker, which I think works fine. I think Britt Baker needs to get a receipt back on Jericho and the JAS a little bit too um, for setting her up to get beat down by the, the outcast. So... Makes sense. We'll see a lot of kendo sticks, Mike. Yeah. I mean, the only weapon people like to use. So. <laughs> the AEW Women's Championship is on the line. We've got Jamie Hayter defending her championship against the outcasts, Tony Storm. This match, I think, is going to be a, a contender for, when it comes to wrestling matches, a, a show stealer. I think yeah. these two ladies will bring it. They brought it to each other before. They've been great. Absolutely. In a hell of a women's match. Um but I mean, Jamie's got to hold on to it, right? Absolutely, she's not losing this title before All In. Not a it, chance. I mean, it's Soraya and Jamie All In. I think so. I think that's it, the fu- match. It, it. Fucking has to be. It, yeah, dude. the The place is gonna go nuts for that match. So, um, again, very excited about this match. 
Uh, it's one of the top ones that I am excited for. Actually, these next four are probably uh, my go-tos. So it's going to be hard to pick between what I think will be a show stealer. But um, looking forward to it. I think this storyline has a lot of heat. The only thing that is a touch worrisome is I believe Jamie Hader has been sitting out for the last few weeks because of injury to heal up for this pay-per-view. I'm hoping she's good to go. And it's there's not a lot out there right now where this is saying either way whether she's good or not. But I'm going Jamie Hader retaining in a fantastic, hard, hard-hitting women's match. I worry yep. about placement of this match on the card just because there's a lot of other big hitters out there. And I'm worried that this could be put in a cool-down spot, which it uh, it it's going to be hard because there's a lot of matches that are going to have the crowd up. And eventually that crowd's going to come down sometime. So I'm a little worried about that. I uh, wouldn't be. The AEW crowd could could stay in it, but I this match I think is they brought it before and they'll bring it again. I like it. I like it. That takes us to uh, one of the big three matches for AEW Double or Nothing, and it's the tag team championships. It is FTR, the World Tag Team Champions of All Elite Wrestling, versus Jay Lethal and <laughs> JE Double F. JA Double R E Double G. I do that every time. I always fuck up every time. Double, double, cheese. D- double cheese. Double cheese. Double <laughs> cheese. I guess I'm hungry. Fuck me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, babe, order me a double cheese. No onion, no pickles. Hi. Hi. Uh, <laughs> uh, double J, Jeff Jarrett, and Jay Lethal versus FTR for the Tag Team Championships. I'm, I'm going to compare Brock Lesnar and Jeff Jarrett here. Oh, well. <laughs> because every time I predict something for Jeff Jarrett, it doesn't happen. Much like any time I predict anything with Brock Lesnar, it doesn't oh, yeah. happen too. Yeah, okay, this is good. I like this. <laughs> I can own up to my mistakes. I'm I'm a grown, mature adult, but um, I, I can't see FTR losing this. Uh, would it shock me if they did throw the titles to Jeff Jarrett and and Jay Lethal? Absolutely not. J- Jeff Jarrett has so much heat uh, with the fans in that company. Wouldn't surprise me but I do not want the momentum to stop for FTR. I want them to keep going. If you look at the the tag teams in AEW, that division should be the hottest thing in pro wrestling right now, Mike. I agree. It should be. And I I don't think it will be because I've, I've thought this before since AEW began that the tag team division would be the talk of AEW, and it never has been. Anytime we get close to like dream matches and dream feuds and storylines, they're short-lived, they're one-offs, and it, or Jeff Hardy gets drunk and drives. So <laughs> I, I I just, I, I can't buy in right now, but it should be. On paper, that tag team division should be the talk of pro wrestling. Yeah, I I mean, fuck. But FTR needs all, I'm with you. You got these guys again. You kept mm-hmm. them. Keep that going. Yeah. I want to see a team come out and challenge them after this match is done. After FTR retains, I want to see a team on the stage or face-to-face with them in the ring saying, your time is up, my time is now. Not John Cena, but you know what I mean. Who would it be? (laughs) Uh, I want it to be the Hardy Boys. They're not on the card. As far as I know, they're not even on the pre-show. Have those Hardy Boys come out and then start giving us Hardy Boy matches on TV just to get some reps for Jeff. Let's get going here and make sure that they can actually do this. But I want it to be the Hardy Boys. I I think that'd be good, too. It's got to be bucket list. Have they gone before? I don't know. I'll be honest. When the Hardy Boys came to AEW, it's kind of forgotten because it just everything stopped. They got hot-shotted yeah. into a match with uh, the box at a double or nothing, and then Jeff got in trouble. So I don't... I want to say no. They haven't fought before. Here's how I would do it, Mike. I'd have... FTR win. Yeah. Hardy boys come out face to face. No, no physicality. But then after that, the shot is the young bucks watching that on TV in the back. I think, I think for what's happening with the elite storyline, like I think that's a little much, but I, I think it's good to plant. that. I, seed. I, I, I think the Hardys is, is a great, is a great tag team for FTR to go against. Yeah. I love that. That's great. Uh, I, I think don't it, see that happening after the show at all though. No, how are you booking this uh, afterwards? Are, are you going with FTR winning? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think it's the embrace for um, Mark Briscoe. 
Uh, good call. Yeah. Mark Briscoe has been part of this storyline pretty big. He's a special guest referee for this. I should have mentioned that. I apologize. Yeah. I wouldn't it, be surprised if FTR wear Briscoe style gear. Oh, dude, that would be awesome for their for their love and respect. Because really, the, both those teams shot up into the stratosphere in their program. Like yeah. they're already names, but I think the love for this match is really the love for Jay. You're not wrong. But that that's how I see it. I, I think you can you can plan something with FTR next Wednesday. Like you don't have to worry about it now. But I would say it's it's flowers for Jay. That's just my guess. I like it a lot. We're both going FTR on this one. For me, could be a standout match as well. I know I say that a lot for a lot of matches, but we have so many you great lo- you you love wrestling. I love pro love wrestling, it. guys. Oh my gosh. Um, I, I actually have nothing against like Jeff Jarrett has impressed me every time he's been in the ring. So I don't think he's a hindrance. And I like Jay Lethal's work. Yeah. Obviously, I think FDR are incredible. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want this run to continue for FTR. I, I want to see them working a little bit more on TV. We're getting a lot of promos from them, which they're great at, which is fun. Uh, but I'd like to see them have some tag team matches on TV, uh, on Dynamite. And and just kind of keep pushing. Don't let us forget that you're the tag team champions, which happens a lot in AEW, which still, again, that'll come up in a gripe episode one day. But um, that, heading off to uh, what I believe will be the semi-main event, it is Anarchy in the Arena. It is back um, for Double or Nothing. I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped. It is Blackpool Combat Club versus the Elite. And that, yes, that includes Hangman Adam Page is back in the Elite with Kenny and the Bucks. And this match is going to be pure violence. The only thing that will be missing is Wild Thing playing the entire time like it did last year. Yeah, I, you can't <laughs> do it again. You, you can't, you can't, do, can't it again. do it again. Right? You, know? you, you, you can't. So... I would love to see all the elite coming on like horses or something, you know, to really welcome hangman back to show that unity. I- I'm hoping for some cool entrances here or just pure violence right off the bat, which I think what are they doing? Play. Are they, what are they doing for a song? Do you think? Do they use carry on my wayward son now that hangman's back? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Fuck. That's a good call, dude. Oh man. I wish we would have talked about this off air. So I got an answer, but I don't have an answer. No, Man, I think I'm, that's I'm the fun of it right now. But I, I think maybe a different one. Just or are they are they just use being the elite? That that wouldn't be a bad option at all. Yeah, not one bit. This one's going to be wild. It's going to be crazy. Uh, it's there's going to be a lot of blood. Let's be honest. I'm predicting six out of the eight guys bleeding is my prediction. Oh, that's a great call. That's a great call. <laughs> I think the Bucks will be like, no, we're not bleeding on this one. We don't need it. So... No, I feel I feel like no, I, I feel like if anything, I don't think Kenny's gonna bleed. I ooh, interesting. Don Callis is gonna get involved at some point. Okay, um, Don Callis is getting dropped. Yeah. Big time. Uh I'm going with the elite on this, and I'm going with Hangman getting the, the victory pin or submission. Yeah, I guess is pin. Uh, I think they need to solidify that. What I, I think it'll be an assist from Kenny into Hangman, just to like we're all back, we're all on the same page. There's no animosity, no nothing. Yeah, like no, it's proper elite. Like they're back. They're going to be good guys. It's happening. They're go- yeah. they're switching back to being to being baby faces. That's fine. I love seeing it. I'd like to see Kenny and the Bucks go after the House of Black next, and make a run at those trio championships. I want Hangman to still be a, a a massive part of the elite, but still go after some singles gold. I think Hangman is there, and he could be the guy to essentially be the unofficial leader of the wrestling aspect of the elite. And Kenny and the Bucks can do that, but also do a lot more of the entertainment side of it. I I think the idea is to always get Kenny a little bit away, so I'd like to see the Bucks and Hangman. Go for those trios titles. I like it. I I think that's a great idea. And you, oh man, it's so t- true. It, 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 well, don't worry, pal. It's AEW. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You don't know goddamn thing. Um, <laughs> um, no, I think it's smarter. I think Kenny's got enough moving in to um, all in. Obviously, Forbidden Door as well. Yeah, but I I mean. At this point, I th- I think it would be good to have Hangman be riding with the Bucks and let Kenny get out there. 
because I, their plans with him are are definitely Will Ospreay. We know it. We know it's yeah. happening. Mm-hmm. But um, what happens at? I mean, it hurts our booking for All In, where we're thinking FTR and Punk versus the Elite, which is great for fucking business. It, it's hard because like then what for Hangman? I think it's good that Hangman would be in a you know, holding a strap again. I would say that's the way to go. But I, I'm also thinking, too, I'm like, yeah, the elite definitely have to take this win. Big time. They they need it. it it's time. They've taken a shit kick in since Winnipeg and beyond. Yep. So that's March from the Blackpool Combat Club a lot. Elite will come back, get a win. I'm with you. I'm going to combine ideas a little bit. You're right. Kenny needs to go off and be the singles guy, but not until after All In. A- okay. After All okay. In, they can do the at All In, they can do the elite versus FTR and Punk. And then they can transition to whether it be Kenny and Punk in singles or Kenny going after the world championship or whatever it may be. Don't don't count out CM Punk and Jericho at all. In. I'm just saying. That's the best of it, man. There's so many options. And uh, yep. trying to predict it is 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 the fun of, uh, of fantasy booking and pro wrestling. But uh, we're both going the elite on this one. I think uh, it's going to be a blast, dude. I agree. Main event time, buddy. Main event. And for me... This is the most important match of the night. Yep. As in, you've got the four pillars of AEW main eventing. These guys are not household names like Chris Jericho and CM Punk or on the level of Kenny and the Elite. Yeah, sure. But yes, they, I, I think one of them, one of the four are just me. MJF, <laughs> I'll, I'll get, MJF is up there for sure, yeah. but. Can these guys pull off a main event that will steal the show and make people think of when Double or Nothing in 2023 happened? What match are you thinking about? It's Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry all vying in a fatal four-way for the AEW championship against the champion MJF. And I think these guys will have a lights-out match. Like It's going to be unreal. I agree. They they're giving the pillars the fucking spotlight. Yes, mm-hmm. the match is gonna be lights out. Yes, there's a great, great amount of talent in the ring. We're all gonna get their shit in, but you're only gonna pick one winner. And I think you know who that fucking winner is gonna be. I don't think there's even a, 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 an option or a, a, a go with my head or go with my heart. I think we all know who the winner should be for this match. Yeah, and it's gonna be Maxwell Jacob Friedman, MJF. Got I don't know. I don't. I don't know how he's going to do it, but he is going to win. Do you book him winning? Because it's a fatal four way, so I, essentially there's no rules. Uh, do you have mm-hmm. him still winning somewhat dirty, or do you have MJF win this match clean over one of the other pillars? I, I see. I see the the sequence being all three other pillars getting their shit in mm-hmm. until the last one's laying, and MJF steals it. I like that a lot. As he would. I'm I like booking like I said, I'm booking him here to win because I'm booking him to lose at all in. Wow. A loss at all in, eh? Yeah. Man, I don't too, know if I'm going that far. I too, I, too, I, many, too many stars on the fucking card. Love love you, MJF. I do. Trust me. Fucking hell of a talent. That's the show I'd have you lose at. Good call. I'm I'm not hating that call at all. I, I feel like they're going to have him uh, hold on until the November pay-per-view. I think that's. Cool. Oh, wow. Give him, give him a real fucking run. Maybe I, I, I do. I, I think I, they're going to give him that I real think, run. I think all in is where you leave it. Yeah. I think we're going to see a crazy table spot from Sammy. Like we always do. I think jungle boy will be the MVP of this match. No, I think Darby's going to be the MVP. I think we're going to get the Darby. We all know. And, and that's not, that's not a slight on him. We're going to get, awesome stuff crazy stuff darby's gonna kill himself like he does every match and he's gonna sell his ass off dude is one of the best sellers uh in aew in my opinion but it's also yeah, because uh, he's putting his body through more than most guys are but i just in the program I, I feel like he's been built up the most yeah to well, get over as a, a baby face he's come out the most as the best guy on the mic outside of mjf like of the other three yeah darby allen's the one telling stories that people are really grasping onto. I and like what I'm saying. The uh the Jungle Boy vignettes and backstage interviews and thing and 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 things like that, but the Darby Allen ones are just so much more 
He's just more of a talker. You can tell Jungle Boy is still finding his way when he's doing the cut and promos. I watched the one tonight, uh, right before we started taping uh, for Dynamite here. I was watching it, and it was just a backstage thing where he was telling a story. And I'm like, good. This is good. It's not great, but it's good. It's probably the best I've seen him do when it's just like him and a camera. And we're getting there. But Darby Allen's really grabbed it. Sammy Guevara, too, in his own right, has, has told the story. But he's kind of telling the same story as he does anytime he gets a big opportunity. I used to work at Subway. I used to have yeah. to wear a name tag and all this shit. And now he's main eventing and doing this, which is fine. Great. But you're a heel. I don't really want to hear your story about how you had to go through all these trials and tribulations. You should be telling me how much better you are, how much you're uh, you're banging your wife, all that fun stuff, and how you're going to steal this championship at double or nothing. But either way, this is the stuff that I think fans really need to key in on and not forget about. Because in the world of wrestling that we're in right now, fans want what they want till they get it, and then they start thinking about something else right away. You're getting four young wrestlers that are super over yep. that will lead this company in the next 10 years don't let this just be forgotten don't let this just be the one-off and then we're on to the next thing and forget about the things that happened in this match because i believe that with this match other storylines are going to come up with these four guys that are always going to be tied back to this match that's my my wish for the wrestling audience out there yeah, I, I agree. I, I think there's a lot you could do after this, though, too. Yeah, you should give it to Max. Because they have a long career. You know what I'd do with these three guys after their losses? I'd put them together, and I'd have them win the trios titles. Wild, dude. Wow. Wow. It's a good it, it's a good way to, like, Sammy, you're, you're going to be a part of the JAS forever? Doubt it. Mm-hmm. Darby and Jungle Boy are on their own. Why aren't you? Would you do it in a way where management makes them do it to get to get along or sure you you could you could tell that story. I think it'll just come from this match out of their pure hatred for Max. Wild. That's a great call, dude. Love that one. I, I would I would love to see that. But again, too, it's just like I love these guys. First of all, Jungle Boy. You're not Jungle Boy anymore. You either go Jungle Man or you're just Jack Perry. Like let's let's figure this out. <laughs> like you're goofy. You're goofy in all the wrong ways. I'm sorry. It's got to go. Great, great fucking entrance music. Love it. Mm-hmm. You're not. Stop doing Jungle Boy. I'm okay with Jungle Boy. I I like I like Jungle Boy Jack Perry. I don't I, think that makes him look like think, a child, but. Nah, uh, you got to go Jack Perry at this point. Uh, I think when you go cool guy, eventually when you have that maturing angle kind of thing, yeah, you're going to go Jack Perry. But I think for. You're in the main event of a fucking pay-per-view for the championship. This is it. <laughs> this is your cool guy moment. I hope he comes out as Jack Perry on the pay-per-view so I can say, fuck you. <laughs> After what happened at Mania, I can't say you're uh, insanely wrong about anything ever anymore. Uh, and that hurts so much. Yeah, you're like, oh, it's, really, it's, it's hurting me for Booker of the Year. Oh. <laughs> Fuck, you don't know how much that bothers me. And I think about, God damn it, when it comes to Booker of the Year time, that one's really a big red mark in my book. Jeez Louise. It's it's hard to recover from that one, Mike, because that was the be-all, end-all. That was the guarantee. That was the no-brainer. Spike spike gets everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, so we're both going MJF. You could always, oh, for sure, we're going MJF. Absolutely. I don't think either of them are ready to wear the crown. No, absolutely not. If if there was someone that was going to beat him, uh, it's easy for me. It's an easy choice of Darby, and I don't think that's yeah. Gonna I, last I would long, th- but I would think that would be the one, but not into the season they're getting into. No, sorry, it, it just I I keep the the hot heel on the fucking mic, mm-hmm. next baby face up. Just then, yeah, absolutely. And then uh, you keep pushing Darby. Let's be honest, keep pushing Darby. Do you do a tag team match with him and Sting versus a New Japan legend and? Uh, one of the main roster guys. Cool. I don't, I don't know if things healthy or not right now, like injury wise, but um, what, Seth Rollins wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's end this episode before Seth Rollins ends <laughs> us. <laughs> uh, uh, everybody. Thanks for checking out the show. Watch pro wrestling this weekend. It's going to be great. If you really want to load your plate, uh, NXT has their own show on Sunday night as well. Just PVR. It, it's looking like a good card. I've been watching little bits of NXT lately, and 
the wrestling is great. They're really doing a good job wrestling. So uh, the storylines are going to get me there. It's just the environment. I feel like I'm still in the COVID era watching NXT. And I don't like that. But Night of Champions, Saturday afternoon, AEW Double or Nothing, Sunday night on pay-per-view, and the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast for you here always on Spotify. Let us know your picks for each of the shows. Let us know what you think of the show. Do us a favor. When you're listening on Spotify or you're seeing us on the social medias at In My House Pod, hit that share button, hit that like button. Let's build this community up. We've got a lot of more fun stuff coming up. Uh, AW Collisions coming to our hometown here in Regina. We're going to be involved with that as much as we can, but we're we're pumped about it, dude. This has been a great show. Another Megasode, but two pay-per-views in one weekend. It's got to be a Megasode. That's right. I'll tell you. Thanks. Uh, big shout out to our sponsor, AEW Fight Forever. Please send us free <laughs> copies of that game. <laughs> <laughs> Coming out June 29th to consoles. That's everywhere. right. Yeah, hashtag fight forever. <laughs> There's blood on the map. <laughs> yeah, thanks, AEW. Fight forever thanks. for sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, thanks to our good friends at Caravan Cure and Collectibles here in Regina. That's Caravan with a K. Look them up. But uh, here on Spotify, it has been myself, Scotty Villa. It has been Paralegal Mike, the king of local pro wrestling. Uh, this is oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, get your bedazzler out, buddy. We're gonna be looking That's real good. Oh, oh, can't wait. <laughs> Until then, thanks for checking out the show. This has been the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Cheers,